you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, we expected a shootout in Dallas, and we got one, man. But only from one offense. We'll recap the Cowboys' fantasy bonanza against the Saints. Plus, tell us your troubles, friend. Our fantasy bartender is always around to hear your fantasy sob stories and offer some advice on your struggling stars. And Colts wide receiver Reggie Wayne tore up the Titans, just like Michael Fabiano predicted. How did he know, and how can you think like an expert as well? We're teaching you how the magic works on NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the most watched fantasy football show on television. James Coe here alongside the Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always tweet the show with your questions and comments at NFL Fantasy. He is Michael underscore Fabiano. That's correct. Got to remember the underscore. Yes, yes. I'm at James Deco. All right, let's talk early season fantasy MVP. Andrew Luck or DeMarco Murray Fabs. Uh, Luck crushed it again on Sunday against the Titans. Nearly 400 yards, four touchdowns. He's got 107 uh, points in standard scoring. 22 more than the next highest quarterback, which I believe is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. He's got 30 more than Aaron Rodgers. He's on a higher pace than Peyton Manning. Is he the fantasy MVP? So far, there's no question about it. And remember, back in the preseason, this is the quarterback I said could break into the top three of Peyton, Breeze, and Aaron Rodgers. And right now, he's bested all three of them. At this point in time, he is a must-start. This is a guy who now belongs in the conversation with those three elite quarterbacks in fantasy football. He's been phenomenal. I mean, I think especially if you consider the fact that Matt Ryan, Andrew Brees struggle on the road. This is a guy in Andrew Luck that you could play every week no matter the situation, no matter the stadium as well. And it's amazing, too, because he's just getting better. Yeah. I That's mean, scary. I mean, take a look at these numbers, Fabs. Break it down for us here, man. I, I mean, you look at week one, 26 points, but week three and four, those jump out on the pitch. No doubt about that. And, and what jumps out to me is week two. 
his lowest totals, 19 points basically. Yeah. That's extremely good. If you had Tom Brady, you'd be praying for 19 <laughs> points every single week. So he's been great. Nothing to take away from DeMarco Murray because he's mm -hmm. been just unbelievable, unbelievable this season. But right now it's Andrew Luck. Uh, very quickly, can DeMarco Murray keep it up? If they keep feeding him the ball, he can. That offensive line is maybe the best in the National Football League right now. That's the one thing the Cowboys have done right in the last couple of drafts. And, of course, uh, they are built to run the ball as well yeah. in terms of that offensive line. All right, we'll break down last night's game between the Saints and Cowboys along with the rest of our Week 4 headlines in just a moment. But first, let's dig into the Monday night affair between the Chiefs and Patriots. James and Fabs, thank you kindly. Molly Karam here with Adam Rank and Akbar Bajabi Amila. Hello, gentlemen. Hey. Chiefs and Patriots face off on Monday Night Football, and Chiefs fans and fantasy owners alike have to be happy to hear that Jamal Charles is likely to take the field tonight, Akbar, after being sidelined last week with that high ankle sprain. Yeah, now I know it's very frustrating for fantasy owners, especially when it comes to Jamal Charles. He hasn't been the guy that you wanted him to be so far. And when you hear this whole probable status, what is that probable thing? Let me take you inside the locker room. When you hear probable coming out in the reports that just really means that he's playing hurt and so this probability he's he's good enough to play but he's still playing hurt and so playing hurt what does that mean for Jamal Charles you're not going to get the same explosive type of guy so that means you're going to probably get a lot of split carries between him and now Davis now Davis really showed up big when he had his opportunity to play so expect that until he actually starts getting going so I'm looking for double digits for Jamal Charles so you're going to play him yes, because he's Jamal Charles mm -hmm. but don't expect big numbers he's going to be probably floating around that 10 point area Adam, we're seeing Travis Kelsey's role increasing, nearing tight end one status, but what type of production can we expect against a Bill Belichick's defense? <laughs> well, I hope it's pretty good, especially for all of us that picked up Travis Kelsey and not Larry Donnell. We're looking for a big game from him, but you're absolutely right. He's had a bigger uh, role in this offense. We've seen it ever since the beginning of training camp. He's just more and more worked his way into this team. And when you look at his athleticism and the things that he can do, he's kind of emerged as their best receiving option, mm -hmm. taking away Jamal Charles, of course, because he's very good as a receiver out of the backfield. But he's talented. He's their leading guy. And so I expect him to be uh, targeted heavily tonight. Yeah. Leading the team there in receiving yards. Let's take a look at your projections here, gentlemen. Any major discrepancies? Well, here's one thing. I mean, it, it is, it's glaring to me. Dwayne Poe still has not been very productive. Yeah. And projection-wise, he's still very low. I don't think anybody really owns him, but I yeah, thought Alex I mean, Smith, you can't, Yeah, I mean, Alex Smith is a nice option. He's kind of underrated as a fantasy quarterback because... You know, you just look at it. He just doesn't move the needle, so to speak. And But, again, he puts up solid performances. He's not a name brand. Alex Smith at yeah, this but point. He's though. not a name brand guy, but he's still, like you said, is going to bring you that productivity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll overlook him. As for the Patriots, though, gentlemen, yeah. we're used to thinking them uh, as one of the game's elite offenses, but 2014 painted a bit of a different picture here. Adam, we talked quite a bit last week about right. other options at quarterback. If you have Tom Brady, he's yet to score 13 or more points. But what kind of production can we expect tonight against this Chiefs defense? I'm not expecting a huge game. I think the most telling thing about Tom Brady was on Sunday morning when a lot of people took to Twitter and were saying to me, you know what? I'm starting Blake Bortles oh, over Brady. And that's Bortles what it, over – no, that's, it's crazy to think about. That's what it's starting to come to. And, and even when Bortles went out and he scored around 14 to 15 points, depending on your fantasy structure, people were cool with it. They're like, yeah, I'll take it because you just can't trust Brady. And if you look at the stat right there, more than three touchdown passes just once in a game over his last 22. He just – yeah. Not putting up those elite points. We wish it was 2007 all over again where the or where the Patriots were running up the score on teams. 
It's not happening. Put him on the bench. Listen, I'm starting Johnny Manziel, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Julian Edelman, that's a joke, has been Brady's go-to guy, Akbar. Well, and the reason why he's been that go-to guy is because he really hasn't had the development out of those exterior wide receivers that we'd like to see with Dobson and Kimbrell Tompkins. They haven't had that. So you go to Julian Edelman. He has been Mr. Consistency. He's been that guy. He's been their intermediate guy. And at times, he has to be the guy to stretch the field. So Julian Edelman is the guy that mm -hmm. Tom Brady feels so much more comfortable with in this offense. You want a guy as a quarterback. Look, I don't have a lot of tolerance for you if you don't understand yeah. where you're supposed to fit in, in, against a defense. Julian Edelman, you can expect him to still give you consistency, consistent points. Clearly, he's leading the Patriots in targets, receptions, and receiving yards. How about this guy, Adam? If Rob Gronkowski is starting, he's in your lineup. Oh, absolutely. What can we expect? Start each and every week. Well, he's asked for a bigger role in this mm -hmm. offense, which is good news. And you got to realize. He's battled injuries a lot over the last couple of years, so it seems like the Patriots are kind of slow playing this thing, kind of letting him get back in there, kind of ease, and I think it was two weeks ago, he dropped a touchdown reception that would have given him a huge fantasy day, so it's getting there. We're getting closer, and hopefully when Gronkowski becomes the full-on Gronkowski, mm -hmm. Tom Brady will follow. I think he's going to have a huge game tonight. Let's move on to this backfield, though. Uh, Stephen Ridley, Shane Vereen, we never know what to expect from a Patriots backfield. you got to start these guys with all the buys, right? Well, you do. I mean, with the buys out there, you have two capable running backs out there who are going to be able to give you some sort of fantasy points. And with the struggles in the offensive game as far as the production in the air for the Patriots, you know that Josh, uh, Josh McDaniels is going to rely on the run game for that. Look, Ridley is a guy who's a bruiser. He's physical. And then Shane Vereen. Shane Vereen, who's probably the least, who will get the least amount of fantasy points, is in the passing game. That offensive line can't block for Tom Brady, and to be able to give him time, Shane Vereen's numbers they dip. Let's see these projection here, fellas. What do we have? Pretty similar. We're, we're, we're pretty simpatico. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a little bigger than, on Tom Brady than I am. Because uh, I, I think Tom Brady's going to still stay at that 13-point mark. Yeah, but if somebody's going into Monday night and they're already starting Tom Brady, why bum them out? <laughs> why bum them out? Give them so a little bit of hope. Yeah, like, yeah, Gronkowski could have a big Hit game. Hit me up on Twitter. I think Aaron Gronkowski Harry. and Julian Edelman both will, and you had decent numbers for both of them. The Tom Brady 16, that's... Uh, you don't, 16. Have, you, you don't have Eric Berry in that game. That's a that's a big that's a big matchup problem. Mm -hmm. Help some people feel good, good about okay. insight there. If you started Brady, you'll be Great fine. stuff, gentlemen. Talk to you after the game. See how that plays <laughs> out. That's our Monday night preview for week four. Be sure to check out NFL Fantasy Live again tonight after Monday night football, where Akbar and Elliot Harrison break down all the Patriots Chiefs highlights and any breaking news. Now let's send it back to James and Fabs with more week four headlines. All right, thanks, guys. Time for our fantasy headlines, and we start in Jerry's world. We mentioned DeMarco Murray earlier, and last night versus the Saints, he had one of the best games ever as a pro, both in real life and in fantasy. Uh, in terms of uh, DeMarco Murray, how impressed were you by his performance yesterday? Unbelievable, and he didn't fumble. That right. was big, too, because yeah. he had fumbled in four straight games. So DeMarco has become the guy in that Dallas offense. We all talked in the preseason about Scott Linehan and how they were going to have to throw the football because their defense wasn't going to be good. Uh, the Cowboys were probably the, the team that was analyzed the worst by everybody because it's been the exact opposite. The defense has not been bad at all, and they are running the football much more than they are throwing the ball. And right now, defenses have to worry about DeMarco Murray because he's the centerpiece of this offense. And oh, by the way, he's in a contract year, too, so he's got a little motivation <laughs> to put up some Emmett Smith-like numbers in Big D. All right, very good. Uh, and again, I, I ask you again, mm -hmm. he, can hold, he can keep it up. How much does this help or hurt uh, the passing game, though, in terms of uh, a fantasy impact? 
sure helped it last night, didn't it? Because sure. it, when you run the football successfully, you open up things for the quarterback and for the wide receivers, and that's what happened last night. The Saints had to come and try to bring extra guys in the box, and guess what? Tony Romo exploited that, exploited single coverage, as we were able to find his wide receivers, especially Terrence Williams, who had a couple of touchdowns last night. Oh, by the way, Elliot Harrison with a great prediction on Sunday's show about Terrence Williams. And right. he also was able to find Des Bryant for a touchdown. Des didn't have huge yardage totals, but he did get you that six points. And this is going to be the formula for the Dallas Cowboys moving forward. Run the ball, control the clock, open up the passing game. So Romo's not going to have a lot of huge monster games like Andrew Luck is having. But when the matchup is right, Romo's going to be a viable fantasy starter. It seems like he's really come on from that week one. Week one, he really struggled. And every week, it seems like he's getting stronger. I wonder if that's connected with his back I think so. And he actually said it after the game last night. The back is feeling so much better than it did in week one. That's good news. All right, from Sunday night. Look uh, at all those points. Look at an unbelievable unbelievable barrage of fantasy points. And what's funny is that Breeze and Graham had done nothing. Nothing. And then in the second half, right. They got a little garbage time action. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Graham got that uh, garbage time touchdown that absolutely helped both him and Drew Brees as Correct. well. Yes. All right, some notable injuries uh, from Sunday. Uh, this is a storyline we see every Sunday, but Teddy Bridgewater performed admirably. He looked great, mm-hmm. but then he injured his ankle late. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, that's a num- uh, name that really jumps out at me because uh, there's nothing left in Carolina. It's amazing because when you go into this season and talk about teams with backfield depth, You're talking about the Panthers. They have Jonathan Stewart. They have D'Angelo Williams, Mike Tolbert. Now they're all out. Now they're all injured. And you're looking at Darren Reeves, okay? Who? This is exactly Darren Reeves, who's going to be a popular waiver wire pickup this week. And it's not because he's the most talented running back in the world. It's because, well, they don't have anybody else. (laughs) All right, shortly after catching his first career touchdown, Bucks rookie Mike Evans exited the team's upset win over the Steelers with a growing injury. Our Ian Rappaport says he's expected to miss two or three weeks. If you own Evans in a deeper league, do you cut him or stay on the bench? Well, if you're in a deeper league, you got to keep him. Uh, You sort of sit on him until he comes back. It's not a long-term ailment. It's only two or three weeks, according to Ian. So I'd sit on him in a deeper league. 49ers tight end Vernon Davis left Sunday's contest after being hit in the back. Looked like a very painful injury. The San Francisco Chronicle says Davis was suffering from back spasms but expects to play in week five. Good news for the Niners and the elite tight end? No doubt about that, especially because the position is so thin right now. And Davis didn't give you anything. You can never predict injuries, to be quite honest with you. So uh, Davis is a guy that you're going to continue to roll out there week in, week out. No doubt about it. As long as he's healthy. Yes, if he's healthy, you got to play him. Right. One of those elite fantasy tight ends. All right, coming up, breaking up is hard to do. That's why we're recapping the weekend's biggest fantasy disappointments to help you decide if it's time to move on. Plus, Golden Tate had put up 100 receiving yards just three times in four years. So why was Adam Rank so confident about starting him this week? We're heading into the danger zone when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Having a little fun. High snap. Matt Asiata has it and a Viking touchdown. And Matt Asiata, yes, another Viking touchdown. Matt Asiata once again. Matt 
Asiata just sticking his head forward, getting the tough yards. Goes to the air again. Eddie Royal at the 20, a 47-yard score. Rivers looking deep, wide open as well. Touchdown, Chargers. Looking for Floyd in the end zone. He's got it. There's nobody better dropping him in the bucket than Philip Rivers. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Molly Karam here. This chap to my right is Admiral Akbar Bajabiyamila. Brilliant. Just came back from the United Kingdom. Top yes. of the morning to top, you, my uh, friend. Top of the morning. Or should I say top of the afternoon? <laughs> okay, same, mm. same thing. All right, <laughs> let's get started by looking at our week four top fantasy performers. And here's a look at the board. This is, of course, from Sunday. And uh, Aaron Rodgers told people R-E-L-A-X. Settle down, Tiger. Relax. He did just fine. Andrew Luck had a huge day. That is my quarterback, Akbar. Matt Asiata getting it done without AP, and uh, also Jarek McKinnon as well. Let's start about uh, talk about Asiata right now, though. He had three TDs in the Vikes' win over Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, so big. And I've been talking about Matt Asiata since last year. This is a guy that I really had a chance to watch during his college days at Utah, and he's more than capable of taking the load that – Adrian Peterson right now is leaving void. And you think of Matt Asiata, and the first thing you want to do is compare him to Peterson. He's not Adrian Peterson. No one is. But what he is is a physical runner, especially when he gets down near the goal line. He's unstoppable. He's physical. Now that he's got the game going, he's feeling more comfortable. He knows that this is his running back spot. You're going to see more production out of Matt Asiata. Don't be alarmed by that 28 points. Jarek McKinnon also having a nice day as well. Matthew Stafford, after four games, is on pace for over 4,700 yards and 20 TDs. Akbar. Let let me tell you, you know this game was proof that with even without Calvin Johnson being 100%, that Matthew Stafford is still a gunslinger, and he showed that, I mean, just every which way you wanted it. And he found his guys that were open. He was able to get and make plays, and this is what I like about Matthew Stafford. If he's your starting quarterback, you better believe it. This is why earlier in the preseason I had him as a top-five quarterback. Matthew Stafford more than capable, of course, without Calvin Johnson to make some things happen. This just in, the man has a good arm, and he has plenty of weapons. Oh, I forgot to say that. Akbar, hey, uh, put on your goggles, because there is going to be blood and guts all over this field, boy. Oh, boy, yeah, you know, that's a crazy description, but I can tell you he deserves whatever description he wants. Steve Smith has been sensational for the Baltimore Ravens, and the way he's able to do that, when you look at the way this offense is set up, it's meant for Steve Smith, especially those short and intermediate routes, because he does a lot of yards, or gets a lot of yards after the catch, and that's where he's most aggressive. But come on, I mean, big numbers, mm -hmm. putting 100-yard games, we didn't see that a lot he when he was with the Carolina extra, Panthers. Extra pep in his step. Michael yep. Irvin referred to it as a little revenge juice. Oh, yeah, he was, was drinking oh, there sure. against his former team. All right, how about the Eagles' defense, the most fantasy points yesterday? Yeah, they're very opportunistic against this 49ers offense, and they make things happen. They're able to put pressure, allow, allowing a lot of those. You see this, a, a lot of pressure on the inside mm -hmm. for against the quarterback. But I'll tell you two things that makes this defense really hot. That's Darren Sproles on the on the special teams and Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins is the new Brian Dawkins for this uh, secondary group. He's made a world of difference. He's had an interception in three of their four games. I mean, that's huge. In three consecutive games to pull up big numbers, the way he's doing the interception, he's going to change the culture of that secondary group that was really a, a secondary group that you picked on last year. Good insight there. They were all over Colin Kaepernick last night. And you think the Saints might miss Darren Sproles just a little bit? Uh, a you, lot. You watched that Sunday night game? <laughs> yeah. How about that? All right. Good stuff, Akbar. Welcome back to the States. Good to have uh, you, thank you back here on this I side. I miss my tea, but I, I'm, I'm good. Oh, okay. I'll get yeah. you tea later, my friend. All right. Let's send it over to James and the guys. Fellas, what you got? <laughs> Solid British accents there, I would say, from both Akbar and Molly. Would Molly. you? 
<laughs> Silence. Okay. Uh, if you want to learn from and think like a fantasy analyst and one of the best, you have to download NFL Now for any and all of your connected devices. If you do, you will see Michael Fabiano, Adam Rank, and the rest of our fantasy crew make solid fantasy predictions every single week. And in a segment we call Now You Know, here's what Adam Rank said last week about Golden Tate. I have some deep sleepers who can help you win your fantasy week. But to do that, you're going to need to step into the danger zone. We are looking at Golden Tate, the sure-handed receiver coming to you from the Detroit Lions. Decent matchup this week against the New York Jets, who were dominated by the Chicago Bears. Okay, maybe dominating is overselling it just a little bit. But if you looked at the way the Jets defense the Chicago Bears they took away Brandon Marshall Rex Ryan said you know what we're not going to let your best weapon beat us hence we feel that they're going to face they're going to face the Lions the exact same way they're going to go after Megatron who's banged up by the way so why not look for Golden Take who's been a nice interesting development there for the Lions this season and realize that when you're starting him you're going to step into the danger zone Boom, the pyro the pyro really <laughs> sold it I feel and it, it just pretty much played out the same way Calvin Johnson was more of a decoy in this game because yeah. he's battling through injuries, and the Jets still have to be aware of him because he was on the field. And when you look at some of the defenses the Lions are going to go up against, they're a little bit undermanned. So every time they go into a game like that, they're going to have to go into it thinking, we have to stop Calvin Johnson, which is going to free Golden Tate up to make a lot of uh, fantasy music for all of us. And the thing, too, the great thing about him is if you watch that game, he hangs on to the ball, which was a huge problem with the Lions last year. Here we go. Here's those upcoming defenses that they're playing. The Bills, Vikings, pretty good. Actually, a little bit underrated. Saints, Falcons, all three of those matchups, great for Golden Tate going forward. So as we get into the bye weeks and you need a replacement receiver at some point, Golden Tate is sincerely somebody to keep an eye on. The Vikings, number sincerely. 12. <laughs> the Vikings number 12 on that list, but uh, do keep in mind, last year they were one of the worst uh, pass defenses in the entire league. Look, Golden Tate, a great call because, again, up until that point, he hadn't had that signature uh, breakout right. game yet, and yet you called it right there against the Jets, who obviously have a pretty good uh, defense as Rex, well. Rex Ryan tipped his hand a little bit on that one, the way they went against the Bears. All right, Fabs. Yes, sir. You also, every week, seem to find these little gems, these little trends that you stick with, and, and man, they really do work out for you. Fabs, let's see what you have to say sometimes. about... Sometimes. Well, all right, sometimes. <laughs> uh, let's find out what you had to say about Reggie Wayne and the kind of day he was going to have. Reggie Wayne had a nice start to the 2014 campaign. Nine catches, 98 yards in the opener. Unfortunately, in the last two weeks, Wayne has not been as good. Combined, he has scored nine fantasy points in his last two contests. And this week's matchup against the Titans, it's not good on paper. They've allowed the fifth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers at a clip of about 17 fantasy points per game. But here is the silver lining. Wayne has scored a touchdown in each of his last three home games against Tennessee. They're playing the Titans in Indianapolis this weekend. So if you need a third wide receiver, if you need a flex starter, especially in a PPR league, I would actually start Reggie Wayne this week and start him with confidence. Not too bad. Not no. too bad. Sometimes, you know, I always like to say that the blind squirrel finds a nut. And Reggie <laughs> Wayne had that he really good trend against the Tennessee Titans playing in Indianapolis. And, you know, I go through stats so much week in and week out, and I find some of these things. And Wayne was one of the ones that actually panned out. And when you've got a quarterback as hot as Andrew Luck, it's never a bad thing to start his number one wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton had a big game. Reggie Wayne had a bigger game. And right now, Andrew Luck is the top quarterback in not only the NFL, 
but in fantasy football. Uh, Reggie Wayne has uh, some pretty decent matchups coming he does. up as well. He does, and he actually has overcome that trend of older wide receivers not producing, okay. especially coming off an ACL. Akbar says ACLs are now the new sprained ankles. I, I guess that's true. But despite his, his extended age for a wide receiver, uh, he has played very, very well for the Colts and for your fantasy team. So he's back on the radar, clearly, as a two or three in fantasy land. Yeah, he looks great out there. Uh, guys, next time you guys are on NFL Now... Uh, I am on every day except for Monday, okay. so I'll be on tomorrow. I'm scheduled for Thursdays. There you go. All right, very good. And, of course, uh, if you, if you want to think like these guys, get their predictions, get their bold predictions, you got to download NFL Now, and that will help you think like a fantasy analyst. Remember, you can uh, download NFL Now to watch the latest news and highlights of your favorite teams on all of your connected devices. Watch for free today at NFL.com slash now. All right, coming up. He's only owned in 6% of NFL.com fantasy leagues, and yet is a top 25 fantasy wideout by scoring average. We're talking about John Brown. He could be a waiver wire gem. We're going to tell you who else you should be targeting for week five off that waiver wire. And it's a return of fantasy bartender. Pull up a bar stool, my friend, and share your stories of fantasy woe. Adam Rank will be serving fantasy advice straight up when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Hey everybody, your fantasy bartender Adam Rank here and welcome to the Fantasy Saloon. The only place where you can find water, green tea, Gatorade, and a cool glass of fantasy advice all under one roof. Guys, whoo, you look morose. What is troubling you guys? You know what, look, I thought I had a friend in Calvin Johnson. Yeah? One of my boys. Yes. Had him on my, has him on my starter guy. Sure, you're starting. My wide receiver and... He let me down. I've got oh, 99 problems, man. but my bench ain't one. Yes. All of my guys on my bench scored more than Calvin Johnson. Every look, single one. I, I know he was playing hurt. I know he was doing it for the team. But there's Obamacare for that. And I'm telling yeah. you right now, I need more out of him, and I don't know what to do. I mean, if you're Calvin Johnson, you're 6'6", you're 295 pounds, you're bigger than all the other guys, why oh, don't yeah. you just run by him? Now, Run by. next week, what, what am I going to do? He's still a little, mm-hmm. what do I do? What do I do? Well, you know what? It reminds me of a time. I had a friend. His name was Fink. He was, he was a good kid, but he off, you know, he was, he was going through some troubled times. And then I was having a bunch of people help me move, and then everybody flaked except for Fink because your good friends always come through for you. And that's what Calvin Johnson is. He's a good friend to you. He's he mega none. He's supposed to be Megatron. He's mega none. How 1. dare you treat points. him like that? You stick with him. He's a true friend. Those other guys, they're passing fancies. What about you, Jim? Speaking of passing fancies. Yes? Ranker. I thought me and Kirk Cousins, I thought we were going to be together forever, man. Week three, he went crazy. He went crazy. 27 points, I believe. Ooh. Then in week four. Yep. I find out he's getting and handing it over. Giving it up to anyone in a Giants jersey. Oh, yeah. Five turnovers, five fantasy points. What do I do with him, man? Do I stay with him? You know what's funny there is sometimes you start these relationships and it seems great at first. You're like, what yeah. could go wrong? This is amazing. You think of those good times that you had. The honeymoon like, period was unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know what? Sometimes it's just a phase. And how do you know it's just a phase? When you see the Seahawks D coming off a bye week heading straight for you, that's when you know it's a phase. That's why on the other side of the table, Eli Manning, looking pretty good. Okay. Looking solid. Been there year in, year out. 
What's wrong with you? Have you seen? The, what's going on? I ever tell you the name of my fantasy team? No. Yeah, Fantaconda. They're supposed to be deadly. Yes. They strike like an anaconda. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. My Fantaconda don't got none if you don't got runs. <laughs> and CJ Spiller, he has no runs. He he's doesn't. going out there and he's not putting up big production. How is Fred Jackson out there getting less runs out there and making more production than CJ Spiller? Remember, this is a guy that has a lot of potential. Everybody wanted to be cool with CJ Spiller. I was like, I'm going to be cool with him. This is going to oh. be my boy. We were going to do a lot of things together. We were going to run Fantaconda. Yep. Look, he ain't getting no runs. Look at that. You what know is what? that? But I think everybody knows that couple that's great individually, but together they're awful. Like, you can't hang out with them both together. You want them to be separate. But you know what? Sometimes the grass isn't always greener because if you don't have CJ Spiller, there are some other options you could have out there. As a matter of fact, let's take a look at some of the names of guys you could actually go up and have right, okay. instead of C.J. Spiller. Oh, my goodness gracious. All this want, is better than the eight you, points I got you from him. Do you want to call up Sean Green? See what he's doing? Be like, hey, let's hang out. No, no, no. LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, no. I like hanging out with him. Devonta Freeman. I'm going to have to wear John Cena's tennis shoes because of that. So who do, you think, this guy. Who, who do you think I should just, just trade my friend for? Listen, sometimes when these couple, these power couples are together, you're better off with half of C.J. Spiller than a full LeGarrette Blunt. Huh. Can I pick your brain on this, Frank? Yeah, please do. Please do. LaShawn McCoy. What's a yeah, fella yeah, yeah. supposed to do? With LaShawn McCoy. Yes. I mean, double-digit scoring in weeks one and two. You're thinking, okay. Yeah, you think that's good? He's going to come around. He's going to be a stud like everyone predicted him to be. He went number one in a lot of drafts. Absolutely. Then the last two weeks, Mm -hmm. we're talking about less than four points combined. Combined? What are we supposed to do with LaShawn McCoy? You know... I remember when I was in college, there were two guys when we moved into the dorm. They were sweet on this young lady named Kristen. And one of them got first pick, went good for a couple of weeks, and finally they said, you know what? Maybe this isn't working out. And they made a little trade. And the second guy, so if there's anybody else you know in your fantasy leagues who maybe perhaps fancied LaShawn McCoy at some point during the draft, well, maybe call him up. LaShawn McCoy. Then call them up. Say like, hey. You know what? LaShawn McCoy could be made available. Are you saying that it's time for me to break up LaShawn McCoy? I'm not saying break up, but I'm saying, hey, you know what? Sometimes they're meant to be with other people. Good call. All right. Let's take a look at some of the advice we've been handing out so far today. Calvin Johnson, you're going to stick with him. The good times will come through. He was a Decepticon this week. He will be back. Kirk Cousins, don't drop him. But you know what? There are some other quarterbacks out there you could probably go with. Somebody who is a little bit more battle-tested, C.J. Spiller, again. There's not a lot of great running backs. There's not a lot of just those days of guys carrying the ball 370 times. They're not coming My back. My team don't want none. They're not coming back. Runs. And LaShawn McCoy, he's still got value as a trade partner. Go ahead and look that way. All right. Still to come, we're counting down the best of the rest. More of Week 4's top performers when NFL Fantasy Live returns. All right, coming up, we're replaying all of those precious fantasy points that were stolen away by no-name fantasy players this week that helped absolutely no one. Plus, we're already a quarter of the way through the NFL season, and it's time to start making some tough decisions. We're helping you groom your lineup with who to add and who to drop before it's too late. And it's never too early to put in your waiver claims for week five. In just a few moments, we'll have our top waiver wire targets as well. This is NFL Fantasy Live. 
All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Some of the game's top fantasy stars absolutely stunk up the joint on Sunday. And then, of course, there was an unknown commodity in Matt Asiata, who scored 28 points. But there were quite a few fantasy disappointments. And if you look at this list of, of guys, ooh, ooh. I mean, look at some of the top names. It's a dream Calvin team J- right there. This is a dream the team. Calvin Johnson one, that's painful. LaShawn McCoy, painful. <laughs> If you walked out of your draft with that team, you'd be so stoked. Like, I'm not the greatest fantasy team ever. Uh, Akbar, talk to me about Arian Foster. It's so hard with Arian Foster because you know early he showed the type of productivity he's still capable of doing. And I'm going to say keep your faith in Arian Foster. I think he's there. But what you have is coming off of an injury like that, sometimes it's just hard for the body to respond the way you want it to respond. And like I've always said on this show that, you know, that back and that hamstring, all that stuff is connected. And so when you're coming off of rehab, you're just not the same guy. And so that's what we saw with Aaron Foster going up against a solid deep defensive front for the Buffalo Bills. We will stay in this game on this team. Adam Ryan came talking to me about Andre Johnson. Yeah, Dre's been somebody who's been kind of uh, disappointing the whole year. And you look back over his career, he's never been much of a touchdown maker. And that has been one thing that has always kept him from drafting him in my leagues. And now he's not just putting out the production. Part of it is the quarterback. Part of it is the lousy offense because there's just not much happening there in Houston. And I don't think it's going to be happening because the guy that they really like now, DeAndre Hopkins. Hello. I know, I know you're rooting for DeAndre Hopkins to have a great team, but you know what? But for as far as Johnson goes, it's time to move on. Uh, Cordero Patterson, you take away that 60-yard reverse handoff that he had in week this one. This one pains me. Wow, he's it been pains bad. me. In the last two weeks, he's played 121 of 136 snaps. Wow. He's had nine targets. That's it. I, I guess North Turner lied to us in the preseason when he said, <laughs> we've come up with all these plays for Cordero Patterson, and he's going to be one of the centerpieces of the offense because Jarius Wright, I mean, really? Jarius Wright? I know he played on the second team with Teddy Bridgewater, sure. so he had a little bit of a thing going, but... Jarius Wright, really? I mean, I'm lost for words here. Cordero Patterson has been a major disappointment this year to me. All right, those were the bad and and the ugly. How about some of the good guys, though? Frank Gore, uh, kind of, I don't want to say he came out of nowhere, but he's still Frank Gore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot bury him. He's so good. He's like one of those zombies, you know, in Waukee. You just can't (laughs) kill him. You can't kill him. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was another guy who uh, performed well, performed admirably. Uh, I was surprised uh, by his performance. Why were you surprised? Didn't you watch NFL Fantasy Live when I told you that <laughs> Roethlisberger had put up solid numbers at home against the NFC? Come on, man. <laughs> there you go. Very good He point. was one of my starts of the week, and I really like the fact that Roethlisberger's getting in a groove here, and he's got a great matchup coming up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, so you're going to keep starting. Uh, very quickly, Jordy Nelson, Akbar, uh, you were impressed by his performance as well. Were yeah, you re- yeah, you know, I really like Jordy Nelson. He's got A-Rod throwing the ball. He's going to take advantage of the there defenses. Relax. Relax. <laughs> All right, coming up. Now that you know the good, the bad, and the ugly, you'll want to stick around for Groom Your Lineup. Our experts answer your fantasy genius questions on who to add and who to drop for week five. Plus, get yourself some tea, folks, because it's time to warm up those vocal cords. See who makes our That Helps No One Wall of Fame when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Tomorrow, take a never-before-seen look inside the life of an NFL scout, Finding Giants, an NFL Network original series, tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern only on NFL Network. Time for Groom Your Lineup, presented by Head & Shoulders. So each week, we comb through NFL.com's Fantasy Genius Tool to find questions asked by real fans looking to groom their lineup. So if you have a question, just go to NFL.com slash genius. And this week, gentlemen, 
We are taking a long look in the mirror and asking some tough questions. And here is our first question. Fabs, who should I add? Joe Flacco, who had a big win thanks to a fired-up Steve Smith, mm -hmm. or Eli Manning, who had a huge win thanks to one Larry Donnell. I'm not going to like what I look in the mirror because I've got to actually promote a giant. Eli Ooh. Manning. Oh. <laughs> i, I got to tell you something it. right now. This team looked awful in the preseason. They looked yeah. awful to begin the year. And all of a sudden... They're like the second coming of the Denver Broncos. That offense has been absolutely phenomenal. Eli, five total touchdowns. He even rushed for a touchdown. Kind of looked like Andrew Luck against the Redskins. Now, I'm not saying he's elite or that he's going to be a QB1 week in and week out. But to me, he's going to be more consistent than Joe Flacco because when you get Flacco on the road, his numbers typically aren't very good. Yeah, get your last awfuls in, my friend. <laughs> yeah. You done now? Yeah. Okay. Akbar, who should I drop? Kendall Wright or Maurice Jones-Drew? Both don't have their starting quarterback, and you just saw MJD in action across the pond. Well, yeah, let me clear my throat. <clears throat> well, I'm going to first say this. Like, you know, look, I know what Maurice Jones-Drew was, but I'm going to say you have to drop Maurice Jones-Drew. It's just not there. Even as a starter in that week one game, we still didn't see a lot out of Maurice Jones-Drew. I like the upside, though, with Kendall Wright. He's the guy that you're going to want to uh, keep on your roster. Kendall Wright, yes, there's the quarterback thing with Jake Locker being out, and then all of a sudden you've got Charlie Weishurst, Whitehurst there as your quarterback, but he's got a lot of potential. If you look at the last two games, he's been targeted more than any other wide receiver. He's a talented guy. Hmm. He is the most talented wide receiver on that team, and as the season goes on, he'll start to get into a rhythm. He'll start to get better. better. He'll find his way to make more production. You're not going to get that with MJD, and if you take that chance on him, there's still a chance, of course, Darren McFadden's going to get in on the action. Yeah, I was burned by him last year, not touching it. Let's move to the tight ends, James. Who should I start, Dwayne Allen or Larry Donnell? Yeah, for me, it's a toss-up. It's very, very close. But because you think about Dwayne Allen, he's in a much better offense. You love the Colts offense. Uh, and when you just look at him running around out there, he kind of looks like a little bit of like Julius Thomas running out there. So yeah. at first I was like, oh, man, generous, I like, a I like Dwayne Allen. Steps. But, you know, when you when you break it down by the numbers, you got to go Larry Donnell. He, he's getting just about eight targets a game, a ton of looks. Mm -hmm. You think about that Giants offense, how it's geared. Uh, they like the short dump-off passes. And it seems like Eli Manning is really favoring uh, Larry Donnell. And if you ever follow me on Twitter and ask me fantasy questions, mm -hmm. I always give you two options. The safer play. And then the upside play. Well, we saw in week three, or excuse me, in the game against the, the Washington Redskins, mm -hmm. Larry Donnell not only is the safer play, but he's also the higher upside play as well. And when you look at those two factors, you got to pick Larry Donnell. And another thing to add to your point is Andrew Luck has more options than sure. Eli Manning does no at doubt. this point, and he seems to be the, the go-to there. Good stuff, gentlemen. That was Groom Your Lineup presented by Head & Shoulders. Some helpful nuggets of advice from our experts there, but now let's hand it off to Adam Ring for a weekly list of the plays. That helped no one. Thanks, Molly. That's right. Each week we take a look back at those unheard of players who robbed precious fantasy points from the guys we all actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker for some curtain jerkers in a segment we like to call... That, that helps, helps no one. one! To the video, London, let's have a Butchers here. Raiders, Derek Carr looking. There it is. Number 87. Wait a minute. Dave Casper. Oh, Casper. Dave Casper is back. <laughs> the Unfortunately, ghost. no, no, no. It's Brian Leonhardt. And like Casper, he's a ghost on NFL.com because you can't start him. So thank you very much because that, that helps no one. one. Don't pronounce the H there. Staying in London. I'm losing my Barnett, but here's Ryan Tannehill to Mike Wallace. Thank you so much. Wait a minute. No, no, no. It's Deion Sims, of all people. I wish he would have been benched. Why don't you play the mind games with him? What a kick to the April because 
Chicago, my kind of town, Jay Cutler, looking, Martellus Bennett, touchdown right before the half, and we are all celebrating because we're starting Martellus Bennett. Why, Michael Fabiano? Because the man scores touchdowns in September. Do they not see that it's September right here? That ball has to be, how is it physically possible That's that ball is not best. crossing the goal line? So we get a big bagel from that, and that, that helps no one. Thanks to Alex Wilk for that tweet. Meadowlands, Calvin Johnson, he scared us by not starting. Oh, wait, he is starting. It's going to him. All is well. What? Calvin. No, no, well, no. no, no. He no. looks at Jeremy Ross. So Megatron is really just one big Decepticon because he's got no fantasy points for anybody. We don't get nothing out of Johnson. And that's no one. Houston, which I have to believe is the THNO capital of the world because we go there every <laughs> time they play because I know the words uh. to Dean Martin's song about Houston. All of this means nothing, much like this touchdown to Mike Williams, a guy we thought was going to be dropped in the preseason. Why is he still on there? He's like, yes, I thought I was dropped too. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> well, thanks nothing, Houston, because that, that helps no one. Back to London for another Butchers at the Raiders here. Oh, you might have been starting Der uh, Derek Carr. Good for you. I know you weren't starting Is that Randy Moss? No, no, no. 818, <laughs> right? No, no, it's Dre oh, yeah, Holmes. Oh, oh, Andre yeah. Holmes. Oh, come on, Holmes. Oh, oh, oh you got Holmes. He's not your Holmes. You That's his last name. Oh. I don't know him. And you know what I also know? What? San Diego, home of the Superchargers. Blake Bortles with his first NFL start. Great. You know, there's a lot of options there. Hearns, Robinson, Shorts. No. Nick Jacobs. Who? Yes, Who? exactly. Nick Mark Jacobs. Jacobs. That's a bag. Is it? Purse. No. Yeah. I thought it was That's one of the guys from One Direction. You're such a oh. guy. Oh. No, not no. One Direction. No. By the way, Jacksonville is a Van Zant town anyway, so strike up the band because that helps no one. Here are the guys who are robbing fantasy points from you each. Or actually, not each and every week, but in week four, Michael Fabiano. Anybody you see here jumps out to you, somebody you'd want to grab off the waiver wire. Teddy Bridgewater and Jarek McKinnon is also yeah. very interesting. You know, another guy that I like, you know, that I talked about last year, Jarius Wright. Just keep your eye on him. Just okay. keep your eye on him. All Jarius right. Wright. I see how you're doing. All right. All right. Thanks, Doc. Right, now, remember, if you want to see your tweets featured on the show, use the hashtag, that helps no one when you see a fantasy score. That Molly? Helps. That no one. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. I didn't get invited back to, to seventh grade chorus. You're not going to be wondering. You're not going to be invited back next All right. Here is this Stop week's it. winner. Be nice to me. Winner. This guy. Drumble. There it is. We've lost it all. We got it. There it is. Say his last name. Bet you can't say it. Lean Hart. Lean Hart. Now say his last name with my last name. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because you know why? Why? That helps no one. <laughs> We're taking an early look yes, at the waiver like wire so you can find a player again. that actually might help you. Stick around. We'll get to that right after this. Y'all haters. <laughs> that, haters was, that was Thank good on the baby. second one, though. That was good. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. We've been talking all day long about the players who let us down in week four or even all season long. If you're stuck with one of those players, who can you pick up for week five? and dull that pain just a little bit. Uh, Fabs, we'll start with you. Well, uh, how can you not be impressed with what Teddy Bridgewater did uh, in that game for the Minnesota Vikings? Now, he wasn't a running quarterback in college, but he did give you that rushing touchdown yesterday. Now, I want to see him do it against a better defense because Atlanta's defense is just pitiful this season, especially against the run. But he's got a laser arm. He's got some weapons in that pass attack. So this is a guy that I'd pick up not to start right away, but he's an upside pickup. He's a guy that if 
you need a quarterback, you want a little spark at the position, you pick him up, you see what he can do. Maybe he becomes a matchup-based starter down the stretch. Interesting stuff. How about uh, for you, Akbar? You, you were imp impressed by performance in San Diego. Yeah, yeah it really was. Uh, Eddie Royal. Eddie Royal looked really good. You know, got 100 yards plus uh, in, in this game with against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think this is a guy that you can target a stash on your bench, but really watch to see how his production. You see Malcolm Floyd on the other uh, on the other side, you know, being able to pick up some production. Who's going to be that other wide receiver? Keenan Allen, of course, is that guy. But I think as that third wide receiver, Eddie Royal is going to develop in this offense. But, Akbar, haven't we seen this story before? We <laughs> have. I know we have. But it's just yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, some guys, they just get it. They just, okay. it just clicks for them. Is it? You're like the guy that goes into the Saw movie and is surprised. Like, oh, my God, it's the same thing all over again. <laughs> You're my target audience. It's just like grosser ways to kill people. <laughs> uh, a a oh, small, diminutive uh, wide receiver Akbar just picked, but you're going to pick one as well. Yeah, John Brown, he really jumped off the page in preseason. The Cardinals coaches were raving about him, sure. and he's had a couple of great games. Crazy so he's somebody, speed. He's somebody that I would go out and pick up right now, but you know what? There's somebody else, and there's somebody I've been looking at for quite some time. I don't know that he's necessarily a waiver wire find, but if we have, I think we have some audio of a guy who would be a very good pickup. DeAndre Hopkins. We're talking about a guy who's 6'1", about 220 pounds. I tell you what, if he stays healthy and doesn't collect 1,100 yards, I'll come onto the show and wear high heels. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so right. I don't know if he's going to get another touchdown in week three, and frankly, I don't care if he gets another touchdown. It's I the 1,100. I hope he gets 250 yards today. That's All what right. I'm hoping for. Not well, projective. We, we can believe me. The world is life. hoping that too. <laughs> <laughs> so in case you've heard us talk about the march to 1,100, that's exactly what we've been talking about. James has threatened. Where did this threatened? come from? This is not in my rundown. Well, this is what we're looking. I'm sorry. Did you did you get a different rundown? We are looking. Looking at what he's lo oh he's looking at 1164 yards so right now wow DeAndre Hopkins is above 1100 but what, what? could he win <laughs> wait a wow. second what, what is going he win? Oh. we have the high heels already oh. picked out for you, you and that's, a, that's a lovely red color first of all, first of all you can size. put those away get all your right? calf did, muscles did you away. did you not see the projection you're 1164 you're 6400 and you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna bump it up to 1200 now march to 1200 <laughs> Oh, no. We'll no, keep it no, at 1100. It's 1100. You're ahead of the yeah. game. Congratulations. And also, he's been one of the best waiver wire finds uh, in the game, especially at the wide receiver position. A top 20. Molly was hiding back there. I didn't get to see her. I didn't know that she had those heels back. We're very sneaky on this yeah, show sometimes. Too sneaky. I like it. All right, Tuesday, we're back with a look at the players who made the most of the opportunities. NFL Fantasy Live returns Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Now and 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. You guys are so James tricky. Cole, you are a heck on high heels. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. 
Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.